In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's the episode you've been waiting for. The perfect marriage. What it looks like and how do you get it. No, there's no clickbait. Or maybe some. I don't know. We'll be right back. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the cute dog in the Moran family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. And if she wants to say something, now's her time. Ooh, what can I say? Almost anything. I'm the editor. Boo. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. So disappointed. Before we get started, make sure you go and give us a 55,000 star review so we widen, broaden this platform. Thanks. Also, don't forget the email address. Quincy at mvsmpodcast.com. And also check out quincymoran.com. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. How to get a perfect marriage. Let me give you the backstory on this real quick. We were still living in California. And uh, there were a few people that were uh, there working out. And I was talking to somebody. We were talking about sets or something. Um, and I was talking about being married and having eight kids and being, you know, at that time married for 22 years, etc. And uh, one of the gals that was there, um, local frequent frequenter of PJ's gym, she goes, well, how do you, how do you, Get a perfect marriage. How can I get a perfect marriage? And then the guy that was there, he was a mainstay at the gym as well. And he's like, yeah, I'd like to know that too. How do you get the perfect marriage? And I said, you know, that's a great question. And I'll tell you like this. You don't. (laughs) False. And uh, the fact is, is that anything you try to make perfect, I mean, you're going to try to control it. And uh, the more you try to control something, the less perfect it will become. And I know this as a graphic artist because I will be, I will be drilled so far into the details on this graphic that I'm making changes, but they're irrelevant. They're changes to make changes. They're not really changes to make anything better. And so I say that, and I know you're probably like, oh, okay, Quincy, I'm freaking out of here. There's no, uh, what do you mean there's no perfect marriage? And I'll tell you, the, the fact is, is that every, every marriage that's growing is a work in progress. And I've come to understand that uh, the goal, like my goal, Jeannie and I, and I said this a lot, it's like we signed up for a freaking great marriage. Not a good marriage, we signed up for a great marriage. And so we want to achieve that. And truthfully, my own personal expectation for myself and my relationships, I changed from perfection to excellence. And in my estimation, excellence is achievable. Perfection is not. So what a perfect marriage, quote, perfect marriage looks like to me may not be the same as what it looks like to Jeannie. A perfect marriage or an excellent marriage 
to you may not look like what a marriage looks like to me or Jeannie or your spouse. So, um, what is, if since I'm using the terminology of perfect marriage, what is a perfect marriage? I mean, what would the idea of a marriage that's perfect be for you? No clue. No clue. Mm-mm. Get closer to the mic because you, you're not really I don't there. know what that would look like. If you could have everything you want in a marriage, what would it be? I can't answer that question because I already have what I want in a marriage and it's not perfect and it's what I want. Can you just go through the exercise of articulating no, what it is you want in a marriage and what it looks like? No, because you said perfect, and perfect would be like if you never argue, but then that's not perfect because well, if you never argue, then you're not learning or growing, so that's not perfect either. Yeah, but the thing is, is that I, I guarantee you, I have nothing to back this up in the sense that I guarantee you that we all have misconceptions or unreasonable expectations about our marriage, about our spouse, and what we think would make this thing right. I know, but I'm but see the thing is we don't have that because we already figured out what our marriage what we wanted it to look like and we've been making it that for years. So I don't have an answer as to like I I we don't have perfect. I don't want perfect. Perfect is not possible. So you stumped me. Well, then why don't you just say I stumped you instead of talking all this bull crap? No, you asked me a question. I'm giving you a legit answer. That's why I can't answer it. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, I'm using the terminology of perfect because I've been asked that question. What, how do you? Okay, so what did they say that looked like? I didn't ask them at that time. Well, see? I told what I told them at the time is that there is no perfect marriage. It always takes work. It's it's a day by day thing. Um, but what, you know, what perfect looks like to you, and like I said before, is not necessarily what perfect looks like to me. And I think if you are looking to have a perfect marriage, then you have unreasonable expectations. Now, do you, maybe you still have some of those expectations. For me, what does the perfect marriage look like? What me. is the... what is uh what is excellence look like in your relationship we're not always firing on that level i'm just here to tell i'm I'm sorry to burst your bubble oh no i i have absolutely no delusions in my head that you and i are perfect i already know that but from where we were to where we are okay let's put it this way I know someone who's perfect marriage. He has a job. He makes great money. He takes care of the bills. He takes care of all of her needs. And she is just the wife. She gets to handle kids and she gets to do what she wants and take care of herself and pamper herself. And these are the things that are, in her mind, expected to be a perfect. Oh, and the godly man aspect, that's up there too. Okay. But by setting a certain standard, and it's not bad to have standards, but by setting that expectation, that bar so high, everyone has fallen short in her list of suitors trying to get there. Now, 
when I talk to her, she wants what we have. I want what you have. I want a man who adores me. I want my kids to want to be part of their family and to want to be around. And, you know, I want to be happy and I want to have the family times and the memories and all these things that you have. But I don't want the financial stress. I don't want the, you know, I don't, I don't want the traumas that you went through. I don't want the medical stuff that you guys go through. I don't want all that. That's, I don't want that. That's not, that's not the perfect scenario. Okay. Just a sidebar. We didn't choose any of the trauma. We did not choose to have the medical issues. Look, I'm happy I have twins and triplets, but it was not our choice to have twins and triplets until they said, are you sure you want to give birth to all of these kids? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, that was our decision, but we didn't actually come out and say, Hey, let's throw three eggs out and have three babies. That's not how this worked. True, true. But the more I think about this, maybe I'm a hundred percent wrong because there, there is a perfect marriage. This is all, this is all coming to me in this moment. I can tell by the look on your face, you are contemplating this very heavily right now. Because just mentioning the traumas that we've been through, I I wouldn't wish that on people. Um, you know, some of the things our kids went through, medical baby, you know, all those things, all the tragedies we've talked about. Um, but if there was such a thing as a perfect marriage, I kind of think there might be and it. And it's not what you think it is, but in a perfect marriage, you know what I'm thinking, good. Gosh, that's true. <laughs> not the, you're thinking, um, <clears throat> and I, and it's heck, not not the word you're uh-huh, thinking. Sure, in a in that a, you, that time you knew what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> in a perfect marriage, um, I mean, you know, this is going to sound dumb, but you would have you'd have love, right? And what that love looks like to me, what it looks like to you is probably pretty darn similar. But with that love, you'll have acceptance. I'm just, I'm penciling this out right now because I actually think I'm I'm wrong I'm right but I'm wrong in that uh, in that love you'll have vulnerability in that love you'll have a soft place to land so what's another thing in a perfect marriage forgiveness. When you screw up, there will be forgiveness. And it's like true, authentic forgiveness. Like, I forgive you, and I'm not going to punish you for that. Um, I'll forgive you. I'm, gonna, I'm going to let that go. To the best of my ability, I'm going to let it go. So you've got love and you've got forgiveness. And those are things that are constantly growing and evolving. And then um, in a perfect marriage, you would have someone, and I don't know how to put this word together, but you would have someone that's interested in uh, making you better, somebody that's interested in helping you improve or reach your goals or realize your dreams. So I'll put goals and dreams. And that's really just support, would you say? Sure. Is there a better word? I'm thinking. And then in in like the perfect marriage, you would have communication. And you would, it's not like you would always, you, you couldn't always say it right, but you'd have the freedom to communicate. You'd have, you'd have the basis of trusting that that person 
you know, that you're in this relationship with um, is communicating with pure intentions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And then, in, you know, and in, in to me in a perfect marriage, another thing is, uh, you know, having great sex, great intimacy, having freedom, you know, between yourselves and your sex life. Braveheart just flashed my Freedom! Head. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that Sorry. That'll never... <laughs> that will never erase. That movie that's will a, never be the same. And that that's another... That brings up another place in a perfect marriage. You would have joy and you would have laughter. Um, another thing in a, in a marriage, a perfect marriage, you'd have friendship. I mean, I'm just kind of lining that out because it's like, uh, in a weird way, you can have the framework of a perfect marriage. But it's imperfectly reached. Because if you think about it, what I tell her is we, we wouldn't have the marriage that we have if we didn't have the traumas, the medical situations. Mm-hmm. The pregnancy. We don't know that. We know what it's made us. We don't know what it would be, but no. But looking at it, if if we were going for just the superficial expectations, and what I mean is, if you have to make X amount of money is a deal breaker, you're discounting a person because of their finances, you're not accepting the person for themselves. That's like, not that. like you want your spouse's income to support the lifestyle you choose. Exactly. But okay. your lifestyle has to be agreed upon. You know what I'm saying? You, you, now for us, it was never really about money. Cause we both came from families that, you know, we knew what it was like to not have money. So when we did have money, it was like, Hey, ha, look at this. What do we do with it now? Poof, out the window. Just kidding. <laughs> but we just had a different perspective of what marriage looks like. Now, it took us a while to get there because when we first got married, it was like, oh, we're going to be happy and blissful and we're going to get along and everything's going to be great and I'm going to take care of the house and the kids and you're going to work the job and take care of the bills and it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. We are we're we actually, were, we're we right. Were, no, we were wrong in the beginning because it did take two of us financially in the beginning to get us on our feet. It, it did take, you know, some other things in, in growing with each other because we'd never, I, you'd lived with people before. I didn't. I lived with my parents. So, you know, paying my roommate to clean up my room wasn't on the table. Still isn't on it. Well, I guess now we pay Anissa to help with chores, but that's here nor there. I th- I think it just depends on what you want. I mean, what does it look like to you? Because the person I'm talking about, like their ideal marriage is to me superficial. Well, and that and I I get that. I there is a there is an expectation. There's like a a dream or a desire to have a particular type of marriage. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, 
I think that might be overextended in that particular case. But I'm kind of looking at it, which I've I've changed my opinion, but I haven't changed my opinion, which is the perfect marriage is just imperfect. And that is great because you have the ability to make mistakes. We have the ability to grow. You, you have the ability the, to change. If everything was exactly the same every single day. Yeah. Boring. And so I think excellence excellence is is what you seek as achievable because it's the type of connection that you want to have. But the marriage itself in order for it to be perfect or excellence you you want to have these particular guidelines or principles in your relationship and you know what is if you use the idea of a home what do you want the foundation built on you do want it built on love but love has so there are so many things that go into what true love looks like um, I guess that's true to say about you know concrete it's not it's not just powder it you know you have to have aggregate you have to have water and it has to cure so that's that's just me making a practical uh, a practical connection to that well and I'm just thinking if 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 you had everything exactly the way you wanted it, so it was quote unquote perfect, how does anything ever change? I mean, this is an off the wall thought and you're probably going to laugh at me for it, but the same kind of sex every single time because it was perfect. Ew. Ew. I would be bored. <laughs> I'm just saying, I the but that's how I see things. Like when something is exactly perfect, you don't touch it. You don't mess with it. You don't change it. You do everything exactly that way every single time because it's perfect. I would go out of my freaking mind. Well, I mean, you, you know, I think it's important to have some disappointments in life so you can have an appreciation for we, good things. I would never, if I never had an, another steak that wasn't perfect, I would be happy. Well, but it's that's not, the wrong, that's, that's the wrong, that's the wrong not what mindset. I mean. I mean, if something genuine, generally, generally, there we go. I said it. When something is perfect, it's like, cannot be matched. This is exactly the way you want it. So you don't mess with it. You know, when, when you, when you get it exactly the way you want it, you don't generally mess with it. But then, I'm, like I said, it would be boring because as much as I don't like some of the things we had to go through, I had to learn through those things. Of course. How to make life better for Hunter. How to make life better for Kirsten. How to advocate so that Hannah and Gracie could learn to get to where they are in life. I had to learn different things to make things better for all of us. And if we hadn't had those things. Well, I mean, you're talking about the parenting aspect of the marriage. Well, We're yeah, talking but I'm about. Also, I'm also talking about us, though, because if we hadn't had those things. I agree. We wouldn't have had the conversations that we've had where you and I have both had vulnerable moments of loss and mourning because of the things that we've dealt with with autism. Yeah. We've had heartfelt conversations. And those conversations those are the moments that like we solidify a little bit more of our foundation because there's a little bit more common ground. There's a little bit more of, of 
understanding each other where no one else would understand that because they're not in my situation, but you're in my situation. So you get it. You understand what I'm going through and what I'm feeling. That's not something that anybody else could. There are other people that have autism, but they don't have our autism. You get what I'm saying? It's like those are the parts of the marriage that I look at and I think it can't be perfect unless it's messy. It has to be messy. And that's Some where, aspects have to and be And that's messy. where I turn, I look, I take a step back and I go, this is the perfect marriage. And it's not perfect in the sense that everything is right all the time. Perfect. It's the concept that if there's love, if we need love, it's built. Yep. It's in it. If we need forgiveness, if we need acceptance, if we need vulnerability, um, if we need or we have friendship, or sex, or supporting each other's goals and dreams, um, connection, communication. We have all those things that make our marriage what it is, and it, it actually helps me take a step back, which I have an appreciation for our relationship, but I step back and I go, oh, these are all the things that I would say would make a perfect marriage, and I have an appreciation for how perfect it really is in its imperfection. Mm-hmm. And that's double talk. And double speak, but I've just had kind of a change of, like a change of heart here to say, man, our marriage has, we've built it. It did. It didn't come with all these things in the box. No, okay? no, it did not. Batteries were not included. <laughs> we've been putting crayons in our box for years. Yeah, but the fact is, is, and I hope you go through this exercise and say, does my marriage have? Does my marriage have? Does my marriage have? It's dang, it's got the framework of a perfect marriage. And that's like saying you can have a house, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily a home. It's what you make of it. Well, it's like we talked about the other day. We were, we were discussing, you know, future plans and what that looks like. And I had to stop myself because I started looking for something ahead of time. And I started to become unappreciative of what I have. And it took me a minute to go, oh, okay, then I'm not ready to look at that yet. Because I don't want to lose the appreciation of where we are, the contentment of where we are, the the joy that I have. Yes. While we're trying to get to that next point, I want to enjoy what we have. Otherwise, you're looking so far ahead or you're looking for something to change or you're looking to make something different and you're focused on that so hard that you miss what's going on as you're getting there. It our our marriage wasn't easy by any means. I don't think anybody's is. But when we look back at it, if we stop and we go through the memories, it, it's funny because when we first started doing the podcast, it's like, oh my gosh, we had so much crap. And every time we would talk about the bad stuff, it was just like, I feel like all I'm doing is whining and complaining and bitching and moaning because this is what we had. And that's not it. When I look back at it now, it's like, you know what? If we hadn't lived in that hotel for three months, the girls wouldn't be as close as they are right now. Because they were trying to get away from each other in the house. They couldn't stand sharing space. And then when we were in a forced space where you can't get away from each other, something changed. Yeah, and, and that's and that's exactly, you know, we've got to come to a close here. But that's exactly what this has kind of given me an appreciation about. My goal for our marriage is still excellence. And it's, and it's not like a corporate excellence of... It's a Bill and Ted's <laughs> excellent. <laughs> It's more closer to that. It's not like this corporate excellence of achievement. No, it's about deep, long-living, 
wonderful connection. But all these things I talked about say, shoot, man, that is like a, that is the perfect marriage. In its imperfection, it is perfect. Because the situations that have happened for us in our life, God has helped us and we have made these situations into something better. Now, there are areas where we need to to transform, where we need to step out of living in fear. Um, we have to relearn some of those things. Just like you and I see the future, we have to relearn not being all 10 of us. Well, and I think that that's something that never really goes away. I mean, you're constantly evolving. You have to. Yes, I agree. Boring if you don't. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. I, I, but I, I just look at it and it, and it rings true to that idea that we need to, we as a couple, as a family need to spend more time enjoying the journey instead of being so headstrong and focused on the destination. Because like you're talking about, you know, with, um, uh, your example, my example is like, I'll get to the point where I'm kicking myself because I'm not to that peak fitness but then I don't. I have to go back and go. Oh man! But where were you? It's like Quincy. You've kept over 140 pounds off for the be- for over a decade. So where's that appreciation and and what you've d- what you've been able to accomplish? Now use that success and move it along forward. But now I'm all freaking confused. I thought I had this. There's no perfect marriage. But I look at my marriage and I go, man, this thing is perfect. But it's perfect for us. That's the difference. Well, how do you get a perfect marriage? What does it look like for you? Yeah. Well, that's what I said in the beginning. Um, but now I'm, I look at it and I go, dang, man, that's freaking awesome. Because um, if you get to thinking about what, a, what, just do the exercise in your mind after this podcast is over. What would a perfect marriage look like? And I'm just saying the framework of a perfect marriage. And I want the the listeners, I want you to do the same thing, because if you have love, if you have for, uh, forgiveness, if you have friendship, you have that home team atmosphere, this is f- what matters to Jeannie and I, because it's what we've created. But if you have the, the support for the goals and the dreams, if you have, you know, some level of accountability, if you have the communication, you know, if sex is important to your relationship and it's, yeah, I like, I wish it was a video, uh, not, not our sex, but you're, but you, what My you were response. doing there. Yeah. Um, and those things happen. They're not perfect all the time. Look, whether it's on the barbecue or in the bedroom, sometimes we just, we flunk. It happens. Sometimes you can laugh at it. Um, but it does, Many times. but those, but those, uh, those times where you kind of fail, it makes you appreciate the good times and then look forward to going and trying it again. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I stand here and I go, shoot, man, I, I gotta I have to recalibrate what I'm thinking about perfect because in this situation, our our marriage has all those perfect components surrounding it. Now the goal is to take those components and drive towards excellence with it so that our connection remains where it is and we are consistently growing and achieving and challenging each other um to accomplish those things. So I guess the joke's on me. That's kind of where it's at. I can't wait to listen to this episode because I really had an aha moment in the middle of this. I know your face said it all. <laughs> I really had an aha. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. If I if I wrote down everything that a perfect marriage would have, we have it. It's not all like it's not perfection but we have the components of a perfect marriage 
and we operate really well on a lot of those a lot of the time. So that's all. I got to go. I have to go right now. So she's Jeannie and I'm Quincy. This is Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. I can't even do it the real way. I'm out.